Hello, what's up everyone? Welcome to another week of Round 3, the show where we tackle three tough topics in one tough show three times a week because we're good like that. So happy to be along with you. My name's Steve. I'm Derek. And I'm Sheena. Guys, um, I just want to tell you straight up, sometimes when I hear that theme cranking, I almost just start flowing and start a rap to it. Do it. I'd like to restart it now and hear that. Really? Yes. Yes. I don't I mean I'm not saying I can. I'll attempt. Can't never could. Yo, welcome. It's our round three. It's a show with Derek and Sheena and me. We talk about things that we all really like, and sometimes we just like to get in a fight. That's all I got, guys. <laughs> I, I could feel myself just going away there, so there wasn't, okay. any, there wasn't anything okay. else you I could did do. Well. Thank you. Did you. Well. It's Monday. <laughs> That's a good excuse. That is a great <laughs> excuse. How is everyone? I'm not really sure what happened to last Friday's show, but that's okay. I'll tell you what happened to last Friday's show. Steve's a lazy idiot. That's what happened. You shouldn't talk about Steve like that. Well, he's a, he's a sorry sack of... <laughs> <laughs> well, as long as we're hearing grievances about Glosson. Actually, I tell you what, round, sharp-eyed round three listeners will recognize that you got two shows today on this Monday. Friday's show and today's show. As long as we're um, airing grievances here. Uh-oh, it's not even Festivus. Hmm? It's just Steve, Steve Fisk. What are you, are you, have you got a grievance? I got, you hear this? Oh, okay. These are my papers. <laughs> I got a lot of problems with you people. No, just Steve. Oh, okay. Just, you're good. Well, let him hear him. We didn't hear, we didn't, we didn't do any episodes last week, so the Friday episode you're getting today Eagle Eye viewers, mm-hmm. listeners, people. Yeah. Is actually from week before last. That's right. And that's my fault. No, that's my fault. No, it's my fault. Any, well, anything with show release is my fault. But we didn't do a show. Ergo, it's my fault. Nah, it doesn't, I mean, listen, who, who, six one way, half a dozen, another. <gasps> See, Sheena? Oh, my God. This is so weird. What's that? She, I've never heard that saying before. And thing. Derek said it like two weeks ago. And I'm like, Derek, what nonsense are you speaking? And then he's like, no, it's a thing. Trust me. And then, like, last week, somebody at work said it. And I'm like, Derek Russell paid you to say this to me, right? And then you just said it. Derek Russell paid you to say it, right? Derek Russell's never paid me to do anything. (laughs) (laughs) That can't be proven in a court of law. That's right. No, that's a a, a thing, Sheena. Never heard it. I mean, just because you never heard it doesn't mean it's not a thing. I know, I'm just saying, it was something I'd never heard of. But, I mean, I, everybody has their own little sayings, yeah. though. I mean, my grandmother made up a lot of them. That, so, I mean, you know, I feel like there's a lot that she said that no one else ever said, so. This isn't quite made up. Well, it feels it to me, because I'm, you know, 30-something years old, I'm just not hearing it. It feels yeah. made up to me. But, no, please, I don't need everyone tweeting at me, telling me, hey, dummy Sheena, no, do this tweet. is a thing. Do tweet Sheena to tell her this is a thing. Thanks. Please blow Spin her Twitter wheel. up. Oh, really? Oh, hold on. I don't know. I'm not fast <laughs> enough. Big wheel. You know, at some point, I don't know how much we should have a wheel spinning, but we should have Tina Turner saying, "Big wheels keep on turning." 
Steve, you know what I got to do last Thursday night? What's that? I got to spend the big wheel on the Price is Right set. Bullcrap. I did. It wasn't the set in California. It, it was the, the set in set. It was the traveling Tupelo. show. I still did it. I thought my idea was brilliant. Y'all just I'm, no it. wait. I see. I'm getting bombarded with several different <laughs> things. Yeah, I'm it. sorry. I'm getting bombarded with with several different things here. Number one, <laughs> Sheena. If I had the ability to right now in this moment isolate that clip and just do it every time right before the wheel goes to spinning, um, I would do so starting now. I think it's genius. Secondly, I, it's genius. I agree. I like that. <laughs> secondly, what is this traveling? Price is Right set, and did you win anything? No, I just spun the wheel. I mean, it's a it's a stage show version of the Price is Right. It travels around, hosted okay. by Todd Newton is, from E Entertainment Television. Uh, question: Is it more yeah. weird that Sheena's never heard Six One Way Half a Dozen Other, or that I've never heard of the Traveling Price is Right show? I don't think hey, I, I had ever heard of it. I before. never had. No, until. It landed here. Like, Did, I almost wonder if Tupelo just made it up. Well, I knew they, like, the casinos have them, but I didn't know they traveled around. Did people win fabulous prizes? Well, I mean, there were fabulous prizes. I'm not going to say people won the fabulous prizes. Um, I think the the most money given away of the night was like $900. Um, but there was a car. And, I'll take you know, that. washer and dryer and all that. Nobody won any of that. Wow. Trip to Vegas. Trip to Hawaii. Nobody wanted any of that. Most Man. of them were drunk. Okay, all right. Shocker. But I spun the wheel. How was it? How was it? Um, little lackluster, kind of hmm. cheap. Mm-hmm. Not much taller than I was. Yeah. Well, I, I bet the one on the real set is. Wanted to play plinko, but it was buried backstage. Oh come on! You got to pull the plinko out. I want to play plinko. Give me a chip. <laughs> Just give me one chip. I'll get five hundred. Hmm. But, you know, I'd sit there the whole time, and I'm like, my throat's getting scratchy. It's mine never matter, because anytime I watch Price is Right is when I'm homesick. Right. Gotcha. I'm with so you. I'm sitting there watching the show. I'm like, I don't feel so hot. Yes. Oh, man. That's the way that night went. Hey, what did we land on? I want to find where this thing's going to next and be there. Uh, and I want to wear the big price tag name badge and everything. Yeah, I got one. Son of a... Send a picture. Hold on. I would love to hear Steve Glosson come on down and and run up there and meet Drew Carey and just call him Bob the whole time. Thanks, Bob. That's what I would do. I'd be like, Bob, I'm so excited to meet you. You're one of my favorite game show hosts of all time. <laughs> Drew Carey. In- incoming message. Drew Carey would hate me. Hey, what do we land on? For show. Number two. Number two. This is from Matthew. You're in a road race. Across the United States, None. in which I'm all out. of the do what now? I'm out. Why? <laughs> Racing? Yeah. In a car or on foot? In a car. Oh, okay. I'm good to go then. Would if I could finish the rest of the? I'm sorry. The topic, you I'm, you'd know where I'm going with this. I'm sorry, I jumped the gun. We're about to go go cannonball run all over. Oh, here. I'm I'm there. Daisy Duke. The cars are famous movie cars. Mm-hmm. Which do you choose? The semi-truck from Overdrive. Maximum Overdrive. The one with the little goblin in that's front? That's right. That's right. Emilio Estevez. Emilio! All right. Defend. Get out of my way. 
It needs no defense. I might not be able to scare. I might not be able to beat you guys, but I can scare the hell out all of you. Run you off the road. <laughs> That's right. Movie Jeez. car. Um. Oh, sorry. No, go know. ahead, guys. No, no, you're fine. Go on. Movie car. I, I'm going to stick with that for right now, okay, unless I hear something right. better. Jeez, I don't know. I'm. I don't get it too attached movie, to movie TV. Oh. Cartoon. Oh, oh! We go I'm TV? gonna be really cheesy and say um, the Impala from Supernatural just because it's awesome. It sounds great. I dig it. I don't know. I like that show. I like that car. It's like the only car, and I'm glad I knew the name of it. Normally, I just call it a Sam and Dean. I can never remember what it's called. <laughs> it's a Sam and Dean. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go uh, with the Bandit Trans Am. Nice. That's a good one. Smokey and the Bandit. I thought about that because my car's name is Bandit. I think James Bond's Aston Martin would be good. It would. It would. You could eject people out of that. You could. You could hit the ejector button. Though, why are they in the car with you if you're racing them? Well, you know, it's a, if it's a cannonball run scenario, there's no telling who got in there. That googly-eyed doctor man could have got in with you. This is true. <laughs> Um, the, uh, the, I'll take Tony Danza's limo from Cannonball Run 2 with the monkey okay. driving up front. All right. I got you. I'm familiar <laughs> with what you're putting down. Wasn't that Tony Danza in that limo? I believe it was Tony okay. Danza. Yeah. He's the boss. Yeah. Um, hold me closer. So we can go TV though? Uh, sure. Cause not? when you get TV, you're doing a whole other This is our show. You're going to go kit? You're going to go kit? I mean, I think you've, if you're going TV cars, I think you've got to go kit. Super, I go eighteen band. Super pursuit mode. I'd go Inspector Gadget Mobile. Well, he may be he may beat Kit with that. He might. I'm not talking van either. I'm talking police cruiser. I'm with you. I know. But if you need to take a nap, you go to the van. Go go gadget mobile. The, well, if that's the case, then I'm going with mask vehicles then. Matt Tracker's car that sprouts rings and flies. Just getting everywhere. If we're getting this. cartoons in this, son of a, we're getting cartoons in this mofo. You've made it so difficult to choose. The Transformer Hot Rod, and we will be playing uh, Dare on repeat. Hey, wait, no cartoons. Oh, we okay. Cartoons. <laughs> cartoons made it too difficult. Oh, okay. Sixties well. Batmobile. Oh, that's a good one. Yes, I win. That is a good one. I win. Do you? I got this all the. A I got. Thing now? It's a race. Oh, okay. Bye. <laughs> Where's she going? She just turned. She made a left turn. Where's she going? <laughs> I'm going to Lawrence, Kansas. I need to go on a hunt. Oh, uh-huh, that place ghosts. Exactly. Won't do My that. Favorite thing. Be driving elsewhere. Mm. Mm. Hey, Derek. I have a question about your price tag name tag. Me okay. too. Did you write your name on this? Does it look like I wrote my name? No. On? Okay then. I was double checking because I mean, you know, I just I never. But know it also you. doesn't look like the classic Price Is Right font. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's not. It's not printed. That's a sharpie. And no, it yeah. was the person that was I had to register with. But hey, they spelled your name correctly. Well, yeah, I mean, I wrote it for them, and then they. Well, I was. I figured it would be a D E R I C K. Which irks me every time I see it, by the way. Thank now. you. I know, that's why I say it, just to annoy Derek. Mm. And he has a response, but it's not clean enough to stay on the air. That is true. <laughs> and with that, we <laughs> spin again.
That's a big three. Proud Mary, keep on burning. This is from John Reed. John Reed wants to know, favorite conspiracy theory? Ooh. Hmm. Hmm. Not everybody at once. <laughs> well, there there are so many. Yes. Conspiracy theories. Yeah. I mean, I was, go ahead, Sheena. I was going to say, I'll say this one because to me it's a conspiracy theory within a conspiracy theory. Ellis is still alive. <laughs> Not that one. Mm. Um, as often as I hear it, no. Um, yes. <laughs> no. Um, I don't do a lot of conspiracy theory stuff. I, I'm generally just like, oh my God, y'all stop. But there's this one podcast that I listen to that sort of takes mysteries and conspiracy theories and pretty much debunks them. Mm. And it was a great one a few weeks ago. They covered The Shining, and I thought they were they meant like the Stanley Hotel and Stephen King writing the book and the, the ghost stories there, but no, it's all the conspiracy theories about The Shining, which mm. I didn't know there were any. Mm -hmm. There are. And There's a great documentary of, you should watch. Apparently, I know oh, now I want to see this, but yeah, like about the one that really blew my mind was like apparently that movie somehow proves we didn't land on the moon, mm -hmm. and it's mm -hmm. Stanley Kubrick's you know, really weird ways this. of telling us we didn't. It was so messed up and so crazy. And I'm like, I don't know why you guys can't just watch that movie and just enjoy it for what it is, but whatever. I thought that one was really cool. Even though I mean, that, it's, it's that, obviously really stupid. Well, they say, because they, they, well, they talked to a guy who was actually on, who worked on the movie yeah. with Stanley Kubrick. And they were just like, I mean, the, the podcast did. And he was like, God, no, no, that, we were never trying to say that at all. So it was funny. But I, I just thought that was, of all the conspiracy theories I've heard, I'm like, that was actually, it was kind of neat. There, I never thought like of it that way. There's like 30 out of that movie. Yeah. There's there like the, the Native American backstory. Yes, that whole backstory. And too, that yeah. documentary, is it was on Netflix for a while. I'm not sure if it still is. Room 237. It was yeah. so good. And uh, my sister and I watched it, and just because we love that movie. Um, and then there's the one that if you, oh god, if you were to overlay the film and run it backwards and forwards at the same time, yeah. all the subliminal messages. How? It's crazy. It's crazy. So much stuff about if, that if movie. You, if you can't get to the movie, because I still have not seen the movie, the podcast I listened to is Thinking Sideways, so I'll give them a shout but out. Because you still I, it was not seen The Shining. I've seen The Shining. I oh, have never seen that documentary, oh, the documentary. about The Shining. Just I just listened out, to like, this one episode of the podcast. Yeah, it just came out last year. I mean, I've like listened to a year. lot of episodes of the podcast, but I listened to this recent one. The specific one, I got you. Yes. Now, the, the movie came out, I guess, in 2014, and it, it was went to a lot of film festivals, and Netflix got it, and it was so good. It was so well done. Is this the point of the show where I admit that I've never watched The Shining? That is so depressing. Then this is not the part of the show. This is not what you talk about. It's so good, Steve. That's a, that's a shocking that you've made it this far. That's one of my favorite Friends episodes too. Yeah, where oh, where she's reading The Shining. You want to, you want to put it back in the freezer? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've um, seen bits and pieces, right? Yeah, I mean, I know all the, the red rum. You know, I know all yeah. that stuff. And... <laughs> <laughs> that's a perfect. <laughs> One more time for for me. Red rum. Cartman in the shining. It really was, wasn't it? You guys, red rum. Red rum. Skinny guy, going home. What about you, Stephen? Um, 
I, see, I was going to say, you know, conspiracy theories, there's so many out there, and none of them are happy. There's no happy conspiracy theory. No. there's no. still alive is a happy conspiracy I theory. guess. How old would he be were he still 80. alive? He'd be 80. So it's possible. Um, there's According gonna... to that one movie, he fights the mummy with Black JFK in the nursing home. Is that Bubba Hotep? Yeah, that's Bubba Hotep. Um, but, like, I wish there were a happy conspiracy theory. Like, hey, guys. Um, but there's some twisted ones out there, mm-hmm. you know, that get into, like, this this mass shooting never happened. Um, oh, those make me so mad. Me too. I'm like, you just. Oh, I unfriend. The minute someone says any of these recent mass shootings didn't happen, I unfriend, I unfollow. And if I have to, I will report. <laughs> like, I get very upset. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Um but I, to me, some of the most intriguing stuff is the JFK stuff. My, I, I was, it is, the, the, yeah. One of my favorites is that LBJ had him killed. It's so messed up. Yeah, I mean, because... That and that he was alive for several weeks. And the whole, well, the babushka lady and all of that, like, who is she? It's craziness. And then, um, I don't know if it's so much a conspiracy theory, so I don't know if I should even bring this up. But the Mothman stuff from up around Ohio and West Virginia. Dude, I love the Mothman story. Where, and I just listened to another podcast, actually, who's thinking sideways, too, about um, the Grinning Man, which is slightly sort of related, but not at all. It was really cool. Or like the I men, love the Mothman. But like the Mothman stuff gets into like men in black coming into town yeah. and everything, and it's just really, really strange. Um, but it's not so much a conspiracy theory, I don't think. But the JFK stuff is really interesting to me because like they could have gone ahead... Like like somewhere along they voted to keep the documents sealed even longer at some point than yeah. what they were originally intended to be. And it's just like, so why? Who's still alive that you're protecting kind of situation? Right. So. Speaking of another thing that's not really conspiracy theory related, but sort of is. Dude, y'all, the Denver airport. What is up with that place? I don't know. Have y'all happened. ever heard about the, the dude? Google the Denver airport and that messed up horse that's right outside. No offense. We have listeners in Denver, but your airport scares the crap out of me. That's another thinking sideways episode that I listened to that. I'm like, what is up with this? That horse outside the Denver airport is freaky. Beware of Lucifer, the demon horse of Denver airport. Telling you. Hold on. So what am I, I am doing what now? Welcome to Denver International Airport, where the local time is 3.43 p.m. On behalf of our outraged residents, we'd like to draw your attention to the demonic blue horse rearing in rage on your left. It's eyes. I think it's eyes are like light up red and stuff. And then the murals on the inside of the um, of the airport, they're messed up, too. Like, I Googled them, and I'm, like, I'm going to have nightmares for weeks. Denver it's Airport Conspiracy. Yeah, I'm telling you. It's weird. Not familiar with any of this. So they're basically saying that he's one of the four horsemen of the apocalypse. That's that's one part of the Denver airport weirdness. There's this whole other, if I'm remembering my facts correctly, like they wow. tried to build this really fancy schmancy baggage claim contraption that did not go well and now it's like underneath the airport but a lot of people are saying that's not what's underneath the airport it's like ufos or something so I'm, there's that i'm seeing then underground facilities sonic yeah I, i'm I've seeing flown underground into fa- that airport before underground faci- facilities exist to either hold detainees or the headquarters of the new world order yeah it's the nwo so- is still a thing steve yes there's a that's lot of right. weird hulk stuff. hogan hulk hogan's making a comeback that'd be hollywood hogan wouldn't it the art yes 
You're welcome. <laughs> the art at the Denver International Airport is really weird. It contains weird alien languages, soldiers in gas masks, oppressing peasants, and Freemasons plaques. It, I don't know that I remember the language thing. I just remember it being like, look, here's some starving children next to some happy children. Weird stuff. Denver Airport and yeah, itself has attracted some mask. wild conspiracy theories over the years when it opened in 1995. 16 months behind schedule and way, way over budget. A few of the more paranoid citizenry began asking questions. Why was it so expensive? Why the plethora of unmarked buildings? Could they have been built atop of secret subterranean command bunkers for the New World Order? Why are the runways shaped like a swastika, sort of? Y'all, this, hey. From above and cover some other buildings. It's weird. This art is weird. Like there's The art is weird. There's a guy, literally a Nazi soldier with like some kind of scimitar sword Wearing a gas mask, killing a dove of peace. Can I, Can you link us? I, yeah, I'll send you this link it's here weird. to this and one. And then if y'all haven't haven't Googled the, the horse, the horse in itself is scary. I'm looking at the horse right now with the clouds behind it and the destruction and the death. and the Yeah. Oh, it's even, it's even more terrifying in the daylight. Yeah. And I think it's um, anatomically correct. Is this going to give me... Did, let me do this. Denver Airport horse. Some find the 32,000-pound oh. statue creepy. Why is it got... Is it, is it, are these red glowing eyes photoshopped? No, I think they're real. No, I that's think. real. But look at it in the daylight, Steve. There ain't no sense in that, y'all. Seriously, listen to Thinking Sideways. I give them all the props oh because I listen to this episode and I'm like, what is going on in this world? This photo has an article from 2011 headline, proof that Denver Airport is one of the most evil places on <laughs> Earth. Why does this horse have red glowing eyes? Having recently been stranded at Denver Airport for 24 hours, I can tell you anecdotally that the place is hellish. Exit arrows point at each other inside instead of outside. <laughs> Four doors lead to nowhere, and security checkpoints seem to disappear mysteriously as you approach them. As you drive into the airport, you're greeted by a giant horse with glowing red eyes, and one of the terminals is decorated with a massive statue of Anubis, the ancient Egyptian god of death. I think, is the bronco, is the horse supposed to be like a Denver bronco? I have no idea. Oh my gosh, and I see the statue of Anubis there. I can't. Holding like some kind of candy cane. I can't find the statue of Anubis. Here, let me uh, put that in the chat as well. I've put the Nazi gas mask man link in our chat yeah. here, guys. Only do so much. And here is the uh, Anubis and the horse together. And to look at that horse, to refer to back to something you said, Sheena, it does appear to be anatomically correct. What the fuck? Yeah. yeah. Why oh, is no, the I'm sorry. Let me take that back, Sheena. This doesn't look like an anatomically correct horse. It looks like an anatomically mutilated one. Yeah. I, I didn't want to look at that part too much because the rest of it freaked me out, but then I just didn't want to see okay, that. Okay, no, seriously. Why is Anubis there? I saw Stargate. Nothing good can come of this. I mean, I'm telling you. I, I literally knew nothing about this airport until I listened to that episode, and now I'm like, God, please keep me out of Denver. And this I, is a girl from the South saying that, y'all. I've flown in there one time, but I don't remember. I guess y'all, I there's a leave the terminal. in that mural. There's a there's a dead child in a coffin. Yeah, there is. I'm sorry. What now? There's a mm-hmm. picture of a dead child in the coffin on that mural. Like someone painted that. Yes. Oh, that's it's so that. messed up. And like, I get it. Like symbolism and stuff. We do that very well down here in the South. But dude, we know we know when to cut it off. When are you? What are you symbolically showing here? 
Yeah. I don't know, but I now no I'm idea. seeing another child in a coffin of a different skin tone and a sea turtle caught in a net on this mural. Yeah. What is going I mean, is the air that thin in Denver? I don't know. I believe the horse, honestly, is meant to be the Denver Broncos. Whoa, 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 yes, whoa, whoa, well, it's whoa, whoa, scary. Whoa, 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 whoa. The sculptor was killed by the sculpture? Yeah. I'm sorry, what? Of the, the horse? Promise, y'all. pound sculpture fell on the sculptor and killed him? Yeah. Well, then you melt that thing down. You would think. Apparently Luis not. Jimenez, a successful but often controversial sculptor I'm, whose work was supposed to be installed at Denver International Airport this year, died Tuesday in what authorities are calling an industrial accident. And why <laughs> those words aren't in quotes, I don't know. Part of a 32-foot sculpture was being moved with a hoist at his New Mexico studio when it came loose and struck the artist, pinning him against a steel support, said the Lincoln County Sheriff's Department. He was taken to the Lincoln County Medical Center, where he was later pronounced dead. What What was his name, Derek? Luis Jimenez. I mean, Jimenez. I, is it Jimenez? Jimenez. 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 I guess the J is the huh. Yeah. As in jalapeno. He was to be paid $300,000 for the piece. And now we got it for free. The city <laughs> sued Jimenez to get back an upfront payment of $165,000 and finish parts of the sculpture. He dead, Mr. Coach Klein. You ain't getting that. Oh, wait. He was still alive at this time. He filed a countersuit after the airport considered putting the sculpture inside the terminal instead of on a street median outside as originally agreed both lawsuits were dismissed uh, the governor of colorado ordered the flags to be flown at half staff thursday and friday in his honor mm. so I, well i guess that wasn't on colorado he did sculpt in a bunghole on the horse uh all um. right and I am very intrigued. This has now become my favorite conspiracy. This is mine as well. I was going to say the <laughs> same is, thing. Thank Screw you. you, JFK. Yeah, Sheena, I want to thank you for what you're showing me right now. <laughs> well, I'm telling you, I, I promise, like, this yeah. show, this That's... podcast opens me up to so much stuff that I didn't know. I mean, some of it I do, but then, like, you know, the Mothman stuff, like, I, I've, I'm fairly well-versed in all that. But that Denver airport, I'm like, I've never, which, granted, I've never traveled out that way. Like, I... You know, anytime I've gone out west, it was like I just went through Texas. Well, I've never traveled out that way either. And guess where I'm not traveling? Yeah, no offense to Denver. I don't want to tick Denver off. There's a penguin in a glass box on this mural. Yep. And, I mean, all these children look distraught. There's nothing happy about any of these murals. that. I think there's maybe one mural that is like halfway really badly depressing and halfway like happy like we got over that and it's like no really there's still dead children in the background this is still sad like burning forest burning forest dead animals animals in cages children crying over a squirrel here a, a child crying over a squirrel this nazi thing is just weird um yep there are some happy people dancing about but that leads <laughs> the, the but the rainbow leads into the nazi man this is just it's weird. This is sick and demented. I'm listen to that it. episode of Thinking Sideways. Not to say not to listen to us, but go listen to that episode of Thinking Sideways. It's it is so messed up. And like I'm, one of the hosts like went through the airport and was like, "No, really, y'all. Here's this. Here's this. Here's this. It's weird." 
I'm just going to say this right now um, to Denver and the Denver airport. Shame on you. <laughs> here, here is something from Western Art and Architecture Monthly. Luis Jimenez's Mustang, which is the name of the piece, a muscular and well-endowed bright blue fiberglass horse rearing up to 32 feet in the air is hard to miss for anyone approaching Denver International Airport, and that's become a problem for some. It stands imposingly among the main road to the terminal. Yeah, imposing is the right word. Mm. This is terrifying. I want to know more. Mm. I'm sad I didn't see any of this when I was there. I've been to Colorado Springs, but I've never been to Denver, I believe. I think I would know if I'd been to Denver. Are you sure? What if the airport did something to you, Steve? So his two sons finished the horse after he died. I'm, I mean, like, I've looked at way too many pictures of this horse tonight. And yep. some of the things I've seen have disturbed me. They're not going away anymore. Not least among them are the red glowy eyes. Yeah, also not least among them are the veins that are in yeah. places. Just, I'm going to guess that they blink at night like most airport lights would. Mm -hmm. the, not the veins. The but no, why? They're only 32 feet high. Yeah, but that's only 32 feet high. In a runway, you get 32 feet low. I don't think they blink as much as they just are there. I think they blink. I think if there was going to be extra scary. But they're not high enough up on the thing to, like, his nose would be blinking. It'd be the thing that would blink. Steve, why can't they blink? Let me have my joke. Okay, they blink. Thank you. That's all I wanted. I just don't want to imagine them blinking. My favorite... Let me tell you what this is. Okay. Basically, this is the setting of Ghostbusters. The new, the, this is, they're not <laughs> going to be in New York. They're getting called to Denver because you know how those dogs came to life? The demon the, dogs came to life? dogs. Yeah. That's what this that horse, horse is going to be. Yeah. To it's going to crack out of that thing and start chasing people down. Choose the form of this truck. Um, my favorite conspiracy theory is that guy has his penis out during the end of Teen Wolf. That's a real-life thing, isn't it? You know, I, I actually, I, I read something the other day that said that was actually not true. But everybody thinks that it is. I mean, I saw it presented on a respectable television show as if it were true. What respectable television show? One of those VH1 shows. Oh, God, Sheena. What is that? <laughs> Sheena, I saw that. In the, <laughs> it's the horse firing its... Fiery eyes out of laser beams At into a Honda a, Civic. Into a Honda, yeah, blowing it up. I don't know. I thought it was funny. What was Superman's horse's name? Or what? Comet. Comet. Is that is that what this is? Is this a statue to Comet, the super horse? Comet didn't have veins like that. Moving right along, our final yeah. topic, Derek. I believe, if I'm correct, is <laughs> number one. Y'all sure y'all want me to answer anymore? <laughs> I've learned something. What's the name? One more time. The name of that podcast you listen to. Because um, I, I am sick and tired of Radio Lab. Well, go listen to Thinking Sideways. Um, I'm Chad Obenrod. And I'm I happen Cole. to really like murder <laughs> mysteries and such. And occasionally they'll do a really great murder mystery. But then every once in a while it's more conspiracy theory based. Like uh, the Denver Airport or um, The Shining. 
things like that. Um, but I, I, I enjoy it. They, there is, there's three hosts, two dudes and a chick like us. And I don't know. I enjoy it. Yeah. Number one is sent in from Daniel and Rudolph. Weirdest like, or strangest. I don't know. <laughs> Sorry. They didn't say. Weirdest or strangest bad weather story. Oh, wow. Thanks. <laughs> hmm. Sorry, as someone who spent the Tupelo tornado of, what was it, last year, year before last, in the morgue at the journal. Yeah. Why does fun. the journal with, have with a morgue? My... Oh, it's um the morgue for all the dead newspapers from like the last. Oh, okay. Yeah, so you're in there with stacks on stacks on stacks of newspapers, and then I'd gone harm earlier that day and literally got all my prized possessions and brought them back to work with me <laughs> because I was like, they're not going to get blown away um, by themselves at home. So I brought them with me, and I stood there, and I had like everybody texting me, are you okay? And I'm like, well, there's a tornado in town. Not really. Fun times. That just got all sad. I'm just um, making sure I'm subscribed to this podcast now. I don't like, okay. ever since the Apple update, the podcast app isn't very good anymore. Oh. Um, weather story. I don't know. You know, when you're young, you do stupid things. <laughs> Always a good start to a story. Mm-hmm. And, uh... My friend Crevis and I, his real name is Brad. He does exist. He does not exist. Um, we were at we were at church one Wednesday night, and it was after church, and and we were up under like a like a like a little underpass that we have that connected two different buildings, and it would start to be more cool if he was real. He is real, and it started to rain, and there were no gutters over on on the roof of this one thing, so the rain was just. I mean, it was raining hard and just pouring off, and. For some reason, Kravis thought it would be fun to stick his head under there and get all wet. And next thing I know, we're a bunch of idiots running around in the rain at church. Now, if I were 10 or 11, sure, that's a great story. I was like 16, 17. But Kravis isn't real. Kravis is real. So you remember the old Malco on Cliff Coogan? Yes. There was a tornado siren yes. in that parking lot. Is this is this the... And this is the I went to see Twister... And when I walked out of the theater, it was pitch black outside at three in the afternoon, and that thing was going off. And I got in the car and outran one that was coming to town. Derek, what? Please tell the "Let's get this old girl going" story. <laughs> it's weather related. It wasn't that bad of a storm, though. Yeah, but it's hilarious, and it's weather-related. I think it's only funny to you. No, just please. I'm I'm asking you as a personal favor. I was working at Kroger as a butcher. <laughs> oh, this is so good. And I know I've talked about Ramy on the show before, and if you, I guess, I guess Ramy is my crevice. That's right. He's he's Kramer, basically. Right. Um, he was working there as well, and the there <laughs> came a really horrendous storm. It wasn't a tornado, but it was a god awful thunderstorm, and the power went out. Yes. 
and you would just have to understand the town that this was happening in. Looting commenced. <laughs> I, I just, there's no other way to say it. The power Milk went was out. gone. Bread was gone. There was no generator backup, and looting commenced in the store. And we were charged with getting the generator to come back online. I felt like Scotty. You know, there's no. What am I supposed to do to get the generator back online, Captain? Um, Ramy has the audacious idea to hook up his 1991 GMC Jimmy oh. to the building <laughs> via jumper cables. <laughs> To the generator for the building. To the generator. And jump off the building as you would a dead car battery. Exactly. I mean it's I mean it's 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 one of the it's one of those movie brainstorms outside. It's so thick you can't see in front of you. <laughs> we're Me all dressed in outside. we're all dressed in wide brim hats and ponchos. Seriously. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're looking for Dr. Richard That's Kimball. Right, exactly. <laughs> We have to talk loud because the rain is coming down so hard. got set up at every outhouse. And, <laughs> and the, the back of the building, I guess, is most commercial chain franchise stuff is, is gated off to where you can't get to it. So Ramey just decides, well, we're going to ram that. Yes. And drives the Jimmy <laughs> through the chain link fence. Oh, if the night wasn't bad enough, I imagine. Dark. I imagine the over-exaggerated sound effects of a movie where you suddenly hear the engine revving, even though you haven't heard it the entire time. Well, then it soon suddenly became a scene out of Frankenstein with Ramy playing the part of <laughs> Doctor Frankenstein, and I guess me as Igor. Um, the store, Igor. of course, the monster. Yes, the, the generator being the monster hooks up the batteries to the the cable, the jumper cables to the generator. And I'm in the Jimmy, trying to scream back. It was like you said, it's that really loud kind of rain. And he hooks it up, and Steve, you can deliver the line. That I want you to because I don't so remember much. it. I don't remember it's, it well it's, enough. It was. Let's get this old girl breathing again. <laughs> let's get this old girl breathing again. That's too good. And I'll be damned if you didn't. <laughs> One crank and it came on. Oh my gosh, that is so. It's perfect. It's wonderful. Let's get this old girl breathing again. That's how we should start all the podcasts. <laughs> oh man. Well, that's a show, guys. It's a good one. It was. Hey, if you got learned a lot of factual. Oh my gosh. If you have personal experience with the Denver airport, please email us round3show at gmail.com. You can also tweet us. Yeah. Well, even if it's bad, we really want to know. That's definitely true. Scary. Tweet us those at round3show on the Twitter. That's that is true. That's where you. Those are the places you can find that is, us. That is that's every, get this old girl. Free. No con, no conspiracy theories here. Hey, and guys, if you happen to want to go over to iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts and leave us a review or rating, we'd be greatly appreciative. Make it good. Uh, look, we're trying to get this thing rolling big time. So just as your five star review on iTunes, say let's get this old girl breathing again. 
five stars. <laughs> and then the lyrics to Proud Mary. That's right. <laughs> yep, that, uh, that definitely does it for us, I believe. So until next time, I'm Steve. I'm Derek. On that horse at the Denver airport. Oh, God. Oh, well, then you're off the podcast. You didn't have any of that. <laughs> Take us out, Ike and Tina. You're welcome. Oh, yeah, you're welcome. Ike took Tina out sometimes. You know, in retrospect, I probably should have started this a lot earlier so that it would like really hit the high point when we they got to do it real nice. Rough. Sometimes they start it rough. See everybody. Give anything to say rolling like he does. You just did. Is that it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't have to give anything. <laughs> <laughs>